Hey, Popster, welcome to Train a Dog Podcast, and we thank you for supporting us for Season 1. We are now into our Season 2, and we want to thank you for your continuous support. Pups Dog Training promotes positive training at its best, kind, fair, and effective. And we are setting out this podcast again, right? It's because uh, we fully believe that owning a dog is an amazing and rewarding experience, but also a responsibility and not a luxury. Training your dog properly will lead you to greater understanding of the animal, and we firmly believe in the dog owner relationship being one of the mutual understanding and respect. We immerse you fully in the, in the dog training process, and with this holistic approach, we believe owners end up learning as much, if not more, than their dogs. Our goals is to enhance and to build a better quality of life for you and your dog through the various dog sport activities available, be it as dog training, basic dog obedience training, or competitive dog training. This way, we also helps to refine the communication skill between you and your dog. There is more to dog training than just obedience training. And you can find us on our website, right? Our URL is www.pubs.com.sg Pubs as in P-U-P-S And we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handling of PubsSG, P-U-P-S-S-G. And you also can find us in our blog and also our YouTube, right, with the uh, the handling of uh, dog or pups jamming studio, and your blog will be pups blog series. Hey, pupster! Welcome to Train Your Dog Podcast. Right, I have not been active for the last two months. Uh, that's because that I was. Uh, uh, relatively busy uh, with both training and uh, my personal stuff and uh, it's, 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 a, it, it's been a regret right uh, that I can't uh, keep up to do my promise to, to the audience uh, so today I'm back again hopefully I can now uh, get back to the momentum and start sharing my uh, you know um, podcast uh, out again uh, to the people who wants to listen, who wants to learn more, and who finds that the Train Your Dog podcast is something um, valuable, something uh, that is uh, informational, something that can inspire you as an owner to do uh, the stuff that you want. I think that is the aim of this channel, right? So this, um, uh, our aim for Train Your Dog podcast is to enable our, our uh, dog owners having the necessary skill set uh, to look at the uh, specific, um, uh, you know, put on the specific lens on the specific uh, situation and how they can learn to then uh, manage their animal and how they can improve their skill and how they can see, uh, you know, the same situation with a different lens of another trainer. Uh, here I'm Dexter, the, uh, the resident trainer here, and uh, I will be happy to share with you uh, as much as I can, uh, as long as I can, right? So let's let's dive back to our podcast today. Today I would like to talk about you know uh, why uh, in pubs we believe so much in uh, group obedience classes, right? If you can see in Singapore especially, uh, there in they aren't uh, many uh, 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 group obedience classes uh, in 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 Singapore, right? Uh, one of the main reason is that. 
I think it's a it's a difficult uh, class to manage uh, because you have to learn the skill to manage uh, people in a group. Uh, you need to have the skill set to basically manage uh, you know every individual person. Uh, sometimes individually uh, are sp- uh, very specific to the to the breed, uh, to the owners, um, you know characteristic and how you can manage your uh, SA instructor. How do you uh, uh, impart the class? How do you uh, manage them? How do you share? How do you make sure that everybody gets enough attention to the class? And how do you manage? Um, you know. Uh, unforeseen situation, right? When you have a group of class of people coming together, you know they are uh, they are bound to be some you know um, uh, situation uh, that may occur uh, time to time, uh, you know. And how do you manage dogs uh, and puppy that when they just come for the very first time, how they begin to uh, greet each other, how you are able to uh, basically help the owner to integrate, uh, especially in the class as classmate, you know. How do they uh, get to know one another? You know what kind of avenue that you provide beside the group training that they have, uh, so that they can continue to uh, uh, be in touch with each other. You know things like that. Uh, I think is relatively uh, important. Right. Therefore, I, I I guess that's why it is uh, tough for most of the trainer uh, to do group obedience classes. Right. So for those who do uh, group obedience classes, uh, actually I share the same uh, belief in them. Uh, because uh, you know these are these are tough, but these are necessary uh, life skill situation uh, that we provide for our learner. You know, uh, in 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 all the contexts when we talk, when we're trying to explain and try the talks, uh, we always will refer to the trainer. The trainers here, we are talking about the owner. The owner are the one that trains the dog, right? So we as an instructor, uh, will instruct the owner and teach them how to work with their animal. And to get the best out of it, right in the situation, right. So therefore, uh, we as instructor, we will instruct the owner, uh, and not train the dog on your behalf, right. Obviously, uh, there are such classes that you basically ask the trainer to train the dog, uh, on your behalf, uh, like things like board and train, things like you know personal training where, uh, the 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 dog trainer will come to your place, pick up your dog, and then go for an hour of training before they return back. Uh, with the dog, uh, and uh, when they are trained, they will be able to uh, pass the skill set to you, and that is definitely one of the options that you can have. Right, but here today we are talking about uh, group classes. Uh, I'm here not to uh, to say that uh, whether group class is better than private obedience. Uh, is it better than uh, you know uh, play dates? Is it important that uh, than uh, play group or things like that? Right. So that is not my objective. My objective is to inform uh, all people, all owners especially, you know, the benefits of what you can get, uh, you know, from attending a group obedience classes. So right? today, uh, you are touching two very uh, important parts of a group class. Right? One, what can your puppy benefit, right, from the group obedience classes? And two, you know, what can you as a trainer, right, uh, get out from the group obedience classes, right? So these are the two aspects, uh, two different perspectives. Uh, two different way of looking into how we can then do well, uh, or utilize the uh, the group obedience classes uh, as a platform uh, to help us to improve uh, our skill set. You know, our, to to improve our our trust with our animal, uh, our bond with them. You know, where they will begin to trust us more and more as we engage them in the outdoor uh, activity. 
Right, so okay, so let's dive into it, right? So what are the what can your puppy benefit from the group obedience classes? Right, I think the very first uh, important part I would say is a life skill environment, right, where your dogs are exposed to uh, you know sight, sound and things, you know, uh, what is glass, you know, what is the certain type of smell, you know, what is the feeling of stepping on the floor, whether is it concrete or is it uh, tar. Uh, is it glass? Is it sand? You know, or they are climbing on things. So these are critical um, uh, learning uh, capability of your animal that once you expose them to, they will learn how they can then cope with that stress or the environment, right? So these are quite critical. So the life skill environment provides the dog or the puppy and the owner uh, uh, opportunity to, 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 to basically learn how to uh, manage the situation, right? Right, and this life skill environment provides them, uh, uh, you know, uh, sometimes uh, unpredicted uh, situation, right, where they have to then learn how to cope with stress, you know, a sudden uh, in search of, let's say, an incoming aggressive dog, you know, how does a puppy needs to react, you know, how does the owner need to react, and these are quite uh, uh, important uh, situation where you don't get it uh, when you do it uh, in a private class or you're just doing uh, one-to-one with your trainer. Right, so number two, right, and it provides you a very good uh, a platform for socialization, right? Socialization of puppy, it means quite a number of things uh, to me as an owner, as a trainer, sorry, right? So we are talking about exposing to dogs, we are talking about exposing to smell, we are talking about uh, uh, exposing to people, exposing to sound, sights, you know, uh, taste, you know, hearing, you know, uh, things like that. So these are quite important, right? So they, they basically... Uh, learn that you know different types of dog they can size them up uh, how do they size them up is to learn how to grip right and that brings us to the next next step all right the next part is to learn the etiquette of greeting right so a group class provides a good springboard uh, because you will have to carefully manage the interaction between the puppy to another dog another puppy you know in the group class and by doing so you help your dog to integrate uh, uh, properly you know, most of our dog who has just been bought out you know, from the uh, from the pet shop straight to our home, uh, I really doubt that they know that they are dogs. They look at us and then they think, eh, I do looks like them uh, with two legs standing up, you know, uh, talking a lot of things but I don't know what they're talking about because they don't understand our language. And that's something quite interesting, right? So when, they, when you suddenly expose them or, or show them that there is another same species type of uh, animal that is uh, is there for them to interact. You know, they tend to then look at them as in something that is very weird, something that is uh, out of the norm, and then they will need to learn the, the, the skill in how to, how to, uh, you know, uh, to greet them, how to sniff out the information that they need. For example, you know, when they sniff each other, they will try to find out that whether are you a male or female, you know, how old are you, you know, uh, are you in season, you know, are you a tough nut or are you a, a easygoing person, right? It's just like any of us, uh, when we need anybody, uh, when we meet anybody on the road or somewhere when we are working, right? So we see each other definitely immediately, we'll size them out, right? And we'll say, okay, this guy, okay, um, you know, whether he's smart, is he street smart or is it is just too blur? You know, this guy, can I take him on? You know, do I have the, the, the chance of, uh, getting on top of the situation if not then i shall not do so right so this is the same 
uh, that your dog will be doing when they see a puppy, right? And and learning the etiquette of greeting, uh, which is very critical, especially in the group class. Uh, uh, you should learn. You should you should um you should look at your trainer and to make sure that they teaches you a, a good etiquette of how to make uh, how to uh, improve greetings right with each other uh, in terms of uh, you know uh, proper greetings and things like that so these are the etiquette that your puppy will, will acquire in a group classes right so the fourth thing is a full exposure right to staff uh, to people to dogs to cyclists jogger kids adult senior male and female you know, and different types of animal, cats, la, birds, la, and these are, are important uh, things that uh, your dog needs to expose themselves to. Uh, I, I personally have uh, border collies, right? So I, I tend to look at them at a very interesting thing because they are, they are so, uh, you know, their eyes are so sharp, you know, they see motion, they will be so excited. So when they see birds, when they see cats, when they see moving vehicle, they see joggers, you know, all these things will turn them on, right? So it is definitely an important uh, aspect of training where we will control uh, the exposure of, of, of this external stimuli that we call, you know, uh, so that the dog will learn how to manage them, uh, how to control and how to basically, uh, you know, eventually learning how to cope with that, uh, the kind of exposure that's coming their way uh, into day-to-day basis. Right, and the fifth thing we will learn is obviously the dog will learn is is to learn to trust the owner eventually, right? Uh, you know when we are at home, the dog will tends to be very secure, uh, and he knows that he's safe in that uh, home environment, and usually they will depend on the owner in a very uh, uh or in the most of the situation, right? But when we are outdoor, uh, you know the dog tends to look at the situation a little bit more magnified because uh the place are not a lot bigger and they are then very determined uh, not say uh, they will be very careful and always looking at the owner uh, seeking shelter seeking confidence uh, seeking seeking uh, you know assurance from the owner when they expose themselves to external stimuli right so things that they are scared of uh, they will try to look at the owner therefore in a good class give us a very good opportunity uh, to basically uh, you know to to build that trust you know, that our that, that animal can depend on us in any situation. We are there to make sure they are safe, right? Always believe one thing. If your animal is safe, they will be a good animal. No, only thing that always flip the dog upside down is always about fear. You know, it's always about uncertainty where the dog will needs to then find an external way to control the situation. That's where your dog gets our hand. Right? So that's a very important part. If your dog learns to trust you, uh, a lot of things will fall into place. Uh, a lot of um, uh, uh, the dog will be able to then listen to your cues, listen to your command, listens to your physical uh, uh, body language and things like that, where he will then look at you uh, for uh, what we call coming signal, right? Or, or, or what we call comfort and uh, expectation where they will be looking for us for comfort. Right, so the number six is basically uh, you then again you will be exposure you will be exposed to smell, you know taste, touch, sight and sound right. So these five senses of people, of humans and dogs are very critical, you know, and all this will be tested on, uh, when you are learning in a group environment, right? Because the dog will have to know, uh, the the smell in that training area. You have to smell all the dogs. You have to smell the dog that passed by, 
uh, smell people that walk past, you know, people that cycle past and things like that. You know, they sometimes taste it. Sometimes they will use the touch. You know, sometimes they use their sight and sound. And all these exposure are very important uh, for a dog to be grow to grow into a all rounder, right? So if he's properly exposed, uh, he will not be afraid of smell. He will not be afraid of touch. He's not afraid of, of taste. He's not afraid of sight. Neither is he afraid of sound, right? So therefore, your dogs are able to cope with all these different types of senses where he will learn that all these things are just part and puzzle of life. And this can be uh, fully exposed, fully, uh, fully uh, what do you call that, fully enabled, uh, 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 provided in the environment where we're talking about a group class. Right, and the last thing for the puppy benefits would be learning the obedience skill and to be to be reliable in uh, in the public places, right? And if you think about it, right, we all these life skill, all these uh, five senses, all this platform of exposure, this etiquette of learning, you know, this exposure, you know, uh, and this uh, outdoor environment, all this, uh, we are we we are exposing our dog with a only a main aim, right? The aim is to basically get our dog uh, to be reliable, to get our dog to be able to still perform. Uh, the necessary skill set that we are teaching them in terms of uh, obedience skill. For example, if I call the dog, the dog will respond. If I ask for a seat, the dog will give me a seat readily. When I ask him to stay, he will be willing, would be, will be so willing to keep himself in self-control because he knows that by doing so, he's getting into the good books of the owner. Right. So th- these are important skill set that I think we will, uh, we will love to be able to see that in our dog. And in a group class, in a, a group obedience classes, these are the skill set that is being tested, and your assessment or your test of the end of the uh, uh, group classes will be something for you to look up forward to, so that you know that you have successfully, and both your dog and yourself as a team has successfully uh, uh, tried and tested and be reliable in that obedience skill set that you learn uh, in class. podcast is sponsored by Pups Dog Training. Pups is a positive dog training school. We train dogs from puppy to advance. Pups Training currently focuses on nurturing, training, educating and motivating our trainers to better equip themselves with skills, knowledge, experience to ensure continuing education and keeping abreast with the field of dog training. Our flagship programs include online cyber puppy training, life skills, dog obedience, behavioral modification, private one-on-one home-based training, and dog sports. Right, so the other side of the coin is we are talking about again is the trainer's benefit in a group obedience class. So now I talk about the people's benefit, right? So here, number one, right, um, you learn how to manage a puppy in public, right? So obviously, uh, managing a puppy at home, managing a puppy in a, a private place and a public place is always very different, right? Because the level of exposure is different, therefore the dogs is being 
what we call that is being uh, driven up to a certain sense you know uh, are they hyperactive are they too distressed or are they just as as calm as uh, you know as 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 yeah as they are at home so these are important uh, things that we will learn and how to manage a puppy and this is a skill set that will sing and live with you uh, so that you learn how to do that right the other thing that benefits the owner or the trainer right is to internalize the sop in situational uh, environment so when we talk about sop we're talking about standard operating procedure so things that we need to do uh, when we see a dog you know what do we do right so i can give you a very good example uh, my sop that i always do when he sees a dog is that i will when he's when he start noticing the dog i will say good boy right then i'll say let's go then i'll turn him away and i'll pay him that will be my sop as long as i see any dogs that i see on the road right and if he's giving me that calm and and collective uh, behavior therefore i will then allow them to go to stage two of greeting right so they can come closer or uh, they can take a sniff if they are calm right every time any time that i see that he's out of control uh, he will be off uh, from that greeting ritual right which i don't think it will be uh, beneficial for both the, the 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 puppy and the dog that he's greeting right so these are important uh, for us to internalize internalize the sop so that we know how to manage situation right so the next thing is to really learn how to build trust with an animal right as you can see it, it may be sounded like a a same point that i have pointed out in the earlier that your puppy benefit here i'm talking about how do you manage trust with your animal right because uh, you got to understand that once you have tried and tested and show that you are not a, a trusted person or, or owner your dog will begin to lose trust in you and in in these group classes it teaches the owner or the trainer to be to to learn how to build trust therefore you need to be very situational aware you know you look at things that comes your way you look at the dogs that's coming uh, you see the environment before your dog sees and things like that these are important to ensure that you have the necessary skill set to ensure and to build the trust with your animal right right which is i think is a relatively uh, important in that sense right so the next thing right is to uh and is to be exposed you know and at the same time learning what to do right so when you're exposed to a specific situation you need to do you need to learn what to do uh, in the situation so let's say you are, you 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 are you 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 saw a aggressive dog or a reactive dog so what must you do right as a uh, owner i will always tell my client you know if you see an aggressive dog turn and go away right do not allow your puppy to greet because he will learn the bad habit of greetings because that reactive dog doesn't know uh, the good etiquette of greeting therefore i will not want your puppy to expose to that bad behavior right that which is important if you know that and you know what to do and therefore you will be able to save your puppy from learning the wrong thing uh, in this kind of environment this situation right so the next one will be uh, be aware you know what and how to get a puppy to respond to you right so the other important part of, part of the story is that you know you expose your dog uh, to the environment to the situation uh, uh, to the dogs and then you also need to learn how to get them to respond how to make them ticks right this is your skill set you need to learn as an owner right which is very difficult for us to uh, uh, for me to mention in the podcast but like for example if my dog likes me to call him a special way you know that is where i will do right or for example if i know that i when i use his name i can never get him 
Then I can use an alternate behavior such as a touch command right, to get a dog to respond to me. So these are important skill set that you can learn. And when you learn that, that will become one of your uh, gift right, that you have and a way that you can manage your puppy along the way. Right, so this is what is key importance, uh, which is the number five on the list uh, as the list of uh, benefits that you get as a trainer. Right, and number six, right, learn, you know, how to be a safety net for your puppy. Right, so therefore, you must always remember when you're outside uh, as an owner, as a trainer, you need to be, make sure that your dog is always under protection. Right, so for example, if I go out for a walk with my dog, I will be always searching, looking out for dogs that come my way. You know, I will want to be the first one that is going to tell the dog that, you know, there's, you know, when you see the dog, you need to learn how to become, you know, and the dog exhibit the behavior that I want, right? And he will be rewarded. Remember the two golden rules that we have been discussing. Uh, if you follow my podcast, you know, if I want a behavior to be repeated, I will make the situation fun, uh, reward, uh, uh, reward, uh, what call that? Uh, reinforced, you know, uh, and, and rewarding, right? Therefore, that behavior will keep coming back. This is one of the golden rules that we will look at, right? And by doing so, your dog will want, will again and again, will realize that you are a strong uh, protector, right? You are, can be trusted at the same time that he can use you as a safety net, right? Never throw your dog into a limbo, right? Where he feels that you are not there to protect the dog, and when you lose that trust, you lose it for good, I can tell you. Therefore, we need to learn as a, as a, as a trainer, we need to learn how to build that trust uh, with an animal by, by being a good safety net. Right, and the last thing on the list, right, for the trainer's benefit from the group class would be, you know, learn uh, how to get a puppy to respond to you in all situations. Right, so this is quite important, right, because here we are not talking about, you know, uh, whether you have a special skill set or not. I'm talking about if you are able to expose uh, your animal to as many uh, situations as possible, learning that each and individual uh, situation, you can use a specific skill set to get the dog to respond to you. And with that skill, you will be able to get your dog 100% of the time to respond to you in all situations. Right here is not. So this is quite critical, uh, which is uh, I think one of the skill set that I think uh, only group class can provide because in group class uh, you will be exposed to real uh, situation you know uh, you know somebody may not be from your class and he's bringing his dog in and you need to learn how to uh, execute your SOP you need to learn how to get your, uh, learn how what makes your dog ticks and then be able to draw him away you know and get him reinforced by you yourself right which is a very critical part uh, of training right therefore uh, and, and your dog will begin to understand that responding to you is a better option than to react to the dog that comes this way, right? So this is all I have for today, right? Uh, all seven skill set that you have for both uh, what can the puppy benefit from a group obedience classes and what can you as a trainer benefit from a group obedience classes uh, 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 skill set that you need to learn and what you must do, right? So I hope that you have uh, have uh, you know learned something here and i will want uh, and i want to thank you uh, to uh, for you to seek through uh, this 20 over minutes of the podcast and i will see you again thank you very much right bye thanks again for listening to our podcast 
And you can find us in www.pubs.com.sg. And again, pubs is pups.com.sg. And if you like our podcast and our episode, uh, we will want you to you know to subscribe on the favorite listening podcast uh, uh, media, and you will be able to get the updated series as and when we have a new uh, episode up for grabs, right? And uh, we want you to provide us some feedback and some uh, you know uh, reinforcement so that we can continue to do a great job, provide a great. Uh, experience and a great uh, uh, podcast to share with you guys. Right, you can leave a leave a review at www.pudchaser.com slash pupsg. Right, as I repeat again, you can leave a review at www.podchaser.com slash pups p-u-p-s-s-g. Right, and we want to thank you again. We we'll see you in our next episode.